Playback. I'm Rob Cousinaw. I'm Cordelia Graham. I'm Tom Bestie. That was Congo. That movie was unbelievably boring. Um, Tom, uh, you said you've seen this movie a bunch of times. Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> um, Rob, why not? Um, Is this a movie you like? No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, no. I guess we're going to find out. Should we move on to rating it? Well, yeah, I guess so. I'm really curious let's do to the, see if let's you, do the review. Let's I'm do the really re- curious to see if you score this higher than Empire Records. So, 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 so uh, I can already tell you. So, it no, is. So moving on. Uh, so now we're gonna. We're, so we have a one to ten rating. Each one of us gets one to ten stars. Thirty stars is the total, being the best. Yep. Three stars being the worst. Uh, we are now gonna rate Congo and let you know what we thought of Congo upon revisiting. I think Tom should start this off. All right. So, you know, uh, seeing with you guys and really kind of like, you know, breaking it up piece by piece, you know, really examining the parts here, right? Um, I come to realize that, yeah, I really have no good, uh, I have no, I feel no relationship with any of the characters. They're very neutral to me, except for Amy, right? Um, And a lot of things that I've watched in the past, you know, and who cares, you know, things that I watched just in passing, you know, to kind of fill like whatever void I need for any kind of visual or, you know, um, visual entertainment, audio entertainment, whatever to fill the air sometimes, which I mean, that's not the most proud thing for me to say. Right. Um, I don't like any of the characters, but I mean, there's a difference between not liking the characters um, having any kind of attachment to them and having none at all. And I don't. And it's fluff. Uh, the movie itself, it's fluff. It kind of it kind of like um, it kind of bends lines of reality, you know, from what I was kind of looking at, at uh, on my cell phone uh, in between you know, when we're talking is that it really was. And I never read the book Congo, but from what I understand, it's kind of a far cry from the novel itself, um, which who cares? This is cinema. This isn't, you know, a literary review either. Um, I think it's a fun movie. And I think I would like I would like to imagine myself. And I think in the past I have also when I've originally saw this movie, I'd like to imagine myself going on this journey. Okay, I'd like to imagine enough. myself being out there and go walking through the jungle, running into that one snake in the jungle and that one frog. That, that snake and, and that frog, though. <laughs> and, and those two zebras. Uh, zebras. Zebras, thank you. I really stole that. Scene. I really stole the scene. <laughs> to imagine myself doing this, um, it's, it's, really, it's, it's really kind of, um, it's really, it's fluff, but, you know, it's that REI... You know, like a you know a, a REI clean adventure, walking around, going on boats, flying in a plane, you know, shooting flares at like heat-seeking missiles. Um, you know, it's just it's just what I would imagine. So from from the get, and it's a bad film. Okay, it's a bad film. It's a bad film. But with it being a bad film, and then also. With me enjoying the adventure, I give it a five stars. Five stars from Tom. Okay, okay, you know what? You know what? I appreciate your perspective, Cordelia. Hit me. So you know, when we first started this podcast, you know, I was kind of talking to Rob about like, hey, I kind of have this idea, and we kind of like worked it out. I was like, but one thing I don't really want to do is shit on movies. But I take all of that back. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) This movie. 
you know, there's a lot of hard work going into it. I think just, you know, with Rob being one of my best friends and seeing, you know, him being a director and producer and see what it takes to make a film. And, you know, there's, you know, it's not just a director, it's not just actors, but there's all the, you know, crew behind the scenes, you know, sound, people working on scripts. I'm giving it a Two stars. Two stars two from star 40. Two just stars. for the crew. This is brutal. Two star is for the crew. Thanks. That's it. Yeah, I appreciate that. We Hey, they probably appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's for them. So, so look, uh, here's my thing with this film. At no point... <laughs> Did I feel so? I love the I love the ape. Like we can make fun of the the costume of the ape, but it, it, it's it's only because we are aware it's a costume. It's a pretty fucking good costume. I believe it was created by Stan Winston, uh, which has great creature shop traditional oh, okay. special effects. I didn't know that. Yeah. Amy was definitely the most compelling thing in the film. There was some great performances in it. There was some over the top and bad accents in it, but there were some great performances in the film. Um, it didn't work for me at any point. I don't think it. Uh, it's it felt like I was. It felt like I was traveling. It felt like I was in the long, boring part of the road trip without any of the payoffs. Right. You're, you're traveling through Nebraska that whole time yeah, in, yeah, a, yeah. in a bus. An endless plane <laughs> filled with, somehow filled with zero jungle animals. And the thing that really made me crazy about this was the fact that literally it felt like at no point were they actually on location. And that that's something that, I, like I said, I think I was noticing like Empire Records everybody looked clean and beautiful the whole movie. Right. I think this might have been a thing at the time. So right. let's not entirely take it on. I'm going to give the movie... Three stars. Wow. Three wow, stars. Really three wow. stars. But the reason is, the reason I give it three stars, I guess, is because I, I don't want to hit it too hard because Laura Linney was good. She did a good job in it. I love seeing Bruce Campbell in this film. And, always. Yeah, always Bruce. Yeah. Um, I forget his name. The guy who played out of BCN Lost is great and everything he's in. Oh, Ernie this was Hudson. no exception. No, no, that's not Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson was also great in this film. Uh, I mean, you know, it was saved for some accent bouncing on and off. Three stars because I feel like I feel like it was kind of neat because at at points it like harkened back to like an Indiana Jones type story, that that jungle adventure type story. It just didn't pull it off well. How's that sound? That sounds good. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh wow! So, so that that was our thoughts on it. Uh, let's Apparently. see. Let's see what uh, the thoughts were on it at the time. We're going to go back to our good friend, oh, yeah. Roger Ebert. Oh hi, Roger! Thank you for joining us. Today. <laughs> I, so, 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 <laughs> I'm not going to. I don't even know how to do Roger. <laughs> so Roger Ebert gave this film three stars at the time, uh, which is interesting. Again, because three stars out of what? I have no idea. Yeah. I'm thinking it's five. I don't know. Uh, but let, I'm just going to read the last few paragraphs of his review for you guys so you can really capture his thoughts. So Roger Ebert said, many of the best moments of this film belong to Amy the Gorilla, created by effects makeup artist Stan Winston, that was a lucky guess, who enjoys a martini on the plane. She's allowed one, it will calm her down, and later amazes the African gorillas by informing them in synthesized speech, her name is Amy and they are ugly gorillas. <laughs> the closing action sequence involved the lost city of Zinge, the volcanic eruption, and the, the attack of the killer apes. In the tradition of an Indiana Jones movie, the, did I swear to God I didn't read yeah, this right. for <laughs> Although the traffic, although the traffic direction isn't as good, a lot more porters disappeared without being accounted for. The movie was directed by Frank Marshall, who has worked with Steven Spielberg on his action extravaganzas and is based on a novel by Michael Crichton, who is said to be unhappy about what they've done with his book. Since it is impossible to imagine his material, this material being played for anything but laughs. Maybe Michael Crichton should be grateful. <laughs> that sounds like a very wow. harsh That's review for harsh. a three stars. Maybe harsh. it's not a ten stars. I don't know. Very I don't know thoughtful, but harsh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently, I agree uh, with Roger Ebert more than I would have thought. So now I feel like we should probably go and see how this film is aged on Rotten Tomatoes. Let's have a little bit of a look-see. This is going to get interesting. Okay, so. 
Let's play the guessing game, boys and lady, so. boy and lady. Uh, so what do you guys think? So we're going to talk about the tomato it's meter. Percentage, and that's, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's percentage for critics, which is the tomato meter okay. and the audience score. So the audience score usually is better than the critic score. Right. So let's start. What do you think the audience score is? Top? I feel like I'm a voice of the people. I feel they gave it more than 50 percent. OK. And okay. 40. What are you thinking? For the people? Yeah. It's got to be like 23 percent. Okay. 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 29%. So, so, so what do you think? I had high hopes What there. do you think the critics gave? This is right. I went. The critics then said 10%. Yeah, it's got to, okay. I'm going to say 17. 22% wow. for the critics. Wow. So let's check some of these reviews out. Let's see how this thing's aged. I'll grab a couple of quick quotes. This one says, Feels as if the picture were edited to leave the action sequence in while removing any connection, any connecting material that might have helped it make sense. <laughs> Dreadfully muddled and mildly diverting. This glib, overheated film about vicious primates delivers very little suspense. The entire tone of the book has been transformed from tension into tongue and cheek with dismal results. A movie that appears to have been designed. Uh, first as a future theme park, and then as a major motion picture. <laughs> okay. Apparently, I need to learn how to read so I can get a hold of this novel. I feel like one of us has to read Congo um, now. Not it. it. <laughs> Stop. Little bit of trivia here. A little bit of trivia. Ernie Hudson stated his that playing the character Captain Monroe Kelly is his personal favorite from his career. Oh, that's, that's nice. That's on uh, IMDb's what? trivia. No, I do need, I do need to mention the fact that he because it's because he got to do the accent, and also <laughs> yeah, I, I will say that I will say that a fluid accent. To give you an idea of the quality of this film, uh, you when you said his name just now, I was like, "Cool, is that the first time we've heard Ernie Hudson's character's name?" Because I don't remember anyone yeah, in this film I, having a name yeah. besides Amy. Apparently, Kelly Kelly was his surname and the his character's surname. Uh, Bruce Campbell, uh, one more uh, Bruce Campbell auditioned for the role of uh, Doctor. Peter Elliott, that's um, Swayze. Yeah. Uh, he was given the small part Jared of Trump. Charles Travis instead. Big mistake. Big mistake. Although yeah. I, I don't know do if you think that would have pulled you, off a scientist. Do you think that would have uh, wouldn't have helped the movie at all? Okay. Fair I mean, enough. I would I would have liked to see more Bruce Campbell as always. I think, but I, I feel like his swashbuckling charm maybe wouldn't have been right. You know, people would have been like, I mean, could you imagine him having those touching <laughs> moments with Amy as Bruce Campbell it's doing pillow it? talk? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, be like, Amy <laughs> likes flowers. He'd be like, ladies like flowers too. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good impression. That would have been good. it, you know, the whole time. Um, so yeah, that was Congo. Uh, it was fun. The uh, uh, Empire Records of uh, the Empire <laughs> Record of uh, Cordelia and Rob. <laughs> apparently, yeah, yeah. I don't blame. I don't blame them. Um, okay, that was Congo. Um, yeah, I think that was good. So, Rob, um, Cordelia, what are we doing? Uh, what film are we watching next time? We're gonna dig deep into the vaults of MTV and watch. Joe's Apartment, an MTV film. Oh. Uh, I, I can tell you right now, what I remember about this is it's about a lovable loser who is friends with cockroaches. Oh, Anybody yeah. else remember anything about That's Joe's Apartment? Right. That's yeah. about what I remember, yeah. And they they, uh, they build uh, something and make stuff, and they're, you know, they do they do the things, uh, the actions of people, I think. I don't know. I, I, don't bet, I bet they, they party. They, do yeah. they party? And they probably yeah. call it partying. 
huh. because of the, the the era. So I'm guessing there's a lot of partying in this film. Uh, they possibly sing and do a dance number. I vaguely remember that. But anyway, uh, this has been uh, VHS Rewind. Uh, I've been Rob Cousinaw. And this is Cordelia Grimm with VHS Playback. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> 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 All right. This has been VHS Playback. I've been Rob Cousinaw. And I'm Cordelia Grimm. And Tom Bestie. I definitely called it VHS Rewind yes. in the fucking intro, too. No, no, you didn't. Did I, I say VHS it. Playback? Yeah. Maybe. Ah. ah. Good night, everybody. Whatever. So, <laughs> wait, wait, let's rewind it. Go back. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.